Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. You will not be able to buy or sell. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, you're familiar with the passage in Revelation chapter 16, and it talks about a time in which you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. I'm not saying by any means that these vaccine mandates are the mark of the beast, so don't get me wrong. However, in Quebec, there is a very concerning trend that's happening, and it's not just limited to Quebec. It's also in the United States of America. Quebec now requires big box stores like Walmart or Costco or stores, for example, of more than 1,500 square meters or 16,146 square feet to ban all unvaccinated people from their stores unless they are buying pharmaceuticals. The stores are required by Quebec law to have an employee accompany the unvaccinated to ensure that the shopper does not purchase anything else except pharmaceuticals. For now, groceries and gas are exempt. Imagine this, Holly. The employer and the employer has to assign an employee to accompany a, a customer and prohibit the customer from buying the the stores products, except if you go to the pharmaceutical company. So in other words, the customer cannot buy most of the items that are on the shelves other than pharmaceuticals if the pharmaceutical place is inside, like you would have it, for example, in a Walmart, as an example. And the employer can't sell anything to this customer except pharmaceuticals. So this has nothing to do with spreading uh, prohibiting the spread of COVID. This is really about coercing. This is a vaccine passport that is done solely to pressure people to get the shots. The unvaccinated are unable to buy, and these stores are unable to sell to them. You know, it sounds like a bad dream, but unfortunately what happens in these other countries, particularly European countries, ends up coming here. And, you know, we interviewed Dr. Simone Gold what, two years ago. She was saying this. We talked to Dr. Naomi Wolf. She said the same thing a couple of years ago, that it's all about getting your data. They want to push these vaccine passports. So they want to control everything that you can purchase, everywhere you can go by having these vaccine passports. So it's not really about your health and getting the shot to keep you from COVID. No, it's not. Let's be and clear in about fact, that. <laughs> um, there are 21 states plus the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico that have rolled out some form of a smart card it may be termed a little differently in each one of these states. That includes even some red states, like it's happening, for example, in Arizona, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Utah. And in other states, they're considering some of this information. What we're seeing is that the following, there's a, a lot of states uh, that are launching this technology. Some of them have already launched the technology for vaccine passports, and they're implementing it. And so don't think that, well, just because 
the bell curve on Omicron is now on the downside, and the Omicron infection seems to have been waning, if you will, that, in fact, it's over. No, because if you go back about a year ago, back in around March or so of 2021, there was an air of excitement, a relief that we're, well, we're past the main threat of COVID. Remember that? Mm -hmm. We had won already two cases at the Supreme Court by then in December of 2020, December 3, and then early February 2021. And we had a 6-3 decision at the Supreme Court against these church restrictions in February of 2021. These, mac these vaccine mandates on churches and restrictions started to crumble all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then the infection rate started to decrease as well. So the original wild version was on the downhill, and states were opening up, pulling back some of the restrictions. And then lo and behold, we hit the spring and early summer, and what happened? Let's get the trench coat out we and pull out another version. Delta hit, and <laughs> right. Delta was uh, contagious, and it was problematic, and it was worse than the original version. Then as Delta starts to come down a little bit, then Omicron hits, and it's much more contagious, although less lethal than the Delta version for most people. And so it's been this cycle. Now we're coming on the downside of Omicron, so don't think that just because that's happening, we're out of the clear. These states, 21 plus the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico already have some form of vaccine passport, health digital passport in place. Right. And we've seen, for example, how this was used in New York City, where you couldn't go to a restaurant, a gym, or other certain public places unless you had proof of vaccination. Couldn't go to a ball game in certain uh, arenas without your Vax passport? Yep, and in the Washington, D.C., and in fact, it actually was implemented the day after we arrived for the Supreme Court decision. Uh, we arrived on the 16th of January, on the 17th, which was a Monday, and our argument, my argument before the high court was on Tuesday, the 18th of January. Mm -hmm. On Monday, the mayor of District of Columbia imposed this requirement for a vaccine proof. So you couldn't go out to a restaurant. We couldn't go out to roof out like we were locked in our room. Mm -hmm. So we did room service, but you couldn't go out. You couldn't go anywhere. And the streets were not very busy because people weren't going out, weren't going right. downtown. And she's since lifted that, hasn't she? She has With since indicated she corner. is going to be <laughs> yeah. lifting that. And, re and uh, But at the same time, that, was, that happened in our nation's capital. Right. We couldn't go to a restaurant because we didn't have proof of vaccination. We couldn't go to a gym. So we couldn't go to the gym in the hotel. Really? Yeah, you had, because it was a gym. Or, you know, in some hotels, they would stop you. In fact, at our hotel, even though we had checked in the day before, there was a sign on the door that says you can't enter unless you have proof of vaccination. You couldn't enter the hotel. You couldn't enter the lobby of the hotel. Wow. Because it was a public place. So did they lock you out? They didn't lock us out because we had already uh, entered before and we had a room the day before. Now, if we had tried to book a room on the 17th, I don't know if we could have gotten in. There was a warning sign right there on the front that you could not come in unless you had proof of vaccination Unbelievable. status. Unbelievable. So whether it's another version of COVID or something else, Bill Gates, you know, threatens, well, you know, more is coming mm -hmm. and certainly more is coming. I don't have any doubt about that. And they're going to use what they have laid as a foundation to ultimately restrict our freedom. Dr. Naomi Wolf, 
she said that this will be the end of civil society. We started warning about this in March and April of 2020, 2020, at the very beginning of this pandemic. And in fact, what we also warned about is MIT, MIT Technology Review, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. They've been pushing the vaccine mandate. They had said this new social order, talking about a vaccine passport, will seem unthinkable to most people in so-called free countries, but any change can quickly become normal if people accept it. If people accept it. You know, the Israel also had a vaccine green pass, and you couldn't go to a lot of places unless you showed your QR code on your phone that you had the vaccine. And that was the two Pfizer shots, and then eventually it was the third booster, and then eventually the fourth booster. But see what you said? If they accept it. If That's they the accept key it. right there. Where are we? Where are we as the church? Why are we just sitting back and letting all this stuff roll in? Why aren't we standing up against this? Exactly. That's what we need to do. She said, and Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, she's been an advisor to Clinton and Gore, so she's not politically conservative. She said, vaccine passports sound like a fine thing if you don't understand what those platforms can do. She goes on to talk about how intrusive these platforms are and how they can restrict your freedom. And then she says, quote, it is the end of civil society, and they're trying to roll it out around the world, close quote, mm -hmm. Dr. Naomi Wolf. This is a, a concerning situation. We have a website, lcaction.org, lcaction.org, where we have a petition to key state and congressional leaders to say stop the vaccine mandates, particularly stop the vaccine passports. We should not have to show our vaccination or medical status as a criteria to enter a restaurant, to shop, to dine, to go to church, to go to public places. It is, in fact, the end of civil society if we accept it. And on our watch, we're not going to accept it. For more information, visit lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.